0: Hi, I'm Jayan Sriram and welcome to In Focus, the Hindu's Analysis Podcast. Thanks for joining us. In this episode of the podcast, we discuss the politics around the film 800, we yet-to-be-made biopic on the legendary Sri Lankan cricketer Mutaiya Murli Daran and his record of being the first bowler to take 800 test wickets. So this is a film that's been mired in controversy for some time and the latest flashpoint this week was when the noted actor Vijay Setupati pulled out a starring in the biopic, acting it seems upon the advice of Murali himself who said he didn't want the actor's career to be tarred by the controversy. So what is the controversy itself? Although Murali Daran is a Lankan Tamil who has roots in India, several groups have branded him as a betrayer of Tamils and allege that the cricketer has supported the killing of Tamil civilians during the armed conflict between the LTTE and the Sri Lankan state. That's the short summary, but my guest on the podcast today will explain this in more detail and hopefully give you an idea of the many nuances and complications in this narrative. I'm joined today by Meera Srinivasan, the Hindu's Sri Lanka correspondent, who has covered the island nation for several years. Meera, welcome to the podcast today. Thank you so much for making time for us.
1: Thank you, Jayant.
0: So Meera, this film has been uh, mired in controversy for a while. I think we became uh, more aware of it um, this week because um, uh, the actor Vijay Setupati pulled out of uh, his starring role in the biopic. Apparently, acting on advice from Murli himself, who uh, sent him, who sent him a letter. So let's just start by talking about the background to the film itself, and uh, whether its making has always been mired in some controversy. Uh, because the specific allegations in Tamil Nadu, at least, is that uh, Murli had made a statement or statements over a period of time in support of the Rajapaksa's and against the LTT. So um, let's talk about the film and what were those statements and how they can be
1: interpreted. Sure, Jayant. I think there was news on a film about uh, cricketing legend Murli and for a while. But it really caught everybody's attention when uh, a poster of the film was launched a couple of weeks ago. So the poster was quite striking with the title 800 Indicating uh, the number of wickets uh, Murli Dharan has taken historically, and uh, had an image of uh, actor Vijay Sethupathi looking uh, very, very similar to Murli Daran So it was quite striking in that you know uh, Vijay Saidupati is sporting that sort of French beard and in cricket gear. So it was exciting or troubling, depending on which side of this debate one was. And the moment this poster came out. Uh, There was, I think, a lot of opposition, uh, primarily from Tamil Nadu and uh, subsequently from Tamil film fans all over the world, including from Sri Lankan Tamil diaspora, some from within Sri Lanka. So uh, it became a sort of uh, uh, very vocal and targeted uh, opposition to this film, basically urging actor Vijay Sedupati not to play Murali, who they said... uh, had sort of supported the uh, killings of innocent Tamil civilians at the end of the civil war, and that such a character should not be played by Vijay Sedupati, who has a status of Makal Selvan or, you know, this uh, hero in Tamil Nadu. So, this is how right. the controversy really began, and uh, uh, the reason for this opposition, I mean, this, this sort of uh, opposition to Murali being a a betrayer of the Tamil cause, within quotes, uh, is actually um, linked to two specific incidents from the opposition that I have seen. One is uh, uh, in regard to an interview he gave Channel 4 in the year 2013. So that was cited often in many of the tweets and Facebook posts that that link was shared. So that interview is uh, by journalist Jonathan Miller, where he's asking uh, Murali about the protest uh, by uh, a lot of Tamil women uh, who are looking for their disappeared loved ones and they were protesting to draw the attention of then visiting uh, British Prime Minister David Cameron. So uh, the clip of the interview that's circulating, uh, the interviewer asks Murali, so do you think that the women misled Prime Minister Cameron? And Murali says, "What do you mean misled?" And then the interviewer says, "Do you think, you know, they uh, misled the prime minister?" He says, "Yes, because we really don't know the truth, and in a war, there are a lot of things that happen, and we really don't know, and uh, it's not easy to sort of uh, uh, take a very uh, clear position." Is the suggestion he makes from his remarks and response? So, not just now, even earlier, that has been construed as and reported as Murali saying, mothers of disappeared persons or uh, you know families of disappeared persons misled Cameron. So that is one particular reference that is cited. The second right. is more recent. Uh, it was just before the November presidential elections in Sri Lanka when now president and then candidate uh, Mr. Gotabaya Rajapaksa had a big event uh, through his organization at that time. And Murali had taken part in that And speaking there, he says, uh, you know, the best day of my life was uh, May 2009, when the Sri Lankan civil war ended and peace began. And he says, uh, because we lived in fear every day until then, and the end of the war indicated that now we don't have to live in fear anymore, except last year, he said, referring to the April 2019 Easter terror bombings in Sri Lanka, he said, we had another Uh, incident that has brought back fear into our lives and we need a strong leader who can now, uh, you know, take care of the country in a way that uh, we wouldn't have to live in fear anymore, is his sort of, uh, I'm I'm sort of paraphrasing his speech at that event. So this again was construed as uh, uh, him supporting Gotabe Rajapaksa who as we know is the brother of former president and current Prime Minister Mahinda Rajapaksa. He was the secretary to the defense ministry. And as we know, it is the Sri Lankan armed forces that led the war against the LTTE and is accused of brutally crushing several thousand civilians in that final phase in Mulivaika. So there are several uh, demands for an inquiry into that. And that is a very contested uh, topic for especially the Southern polity and electorate in Sri Lanka because Uh, as we know, soldiers are war heroes and that uh, framing them as war criminals is not something that the southern polity takes very well to. So this is the context and uh, uh, Murali saying that was construed and my own reading of his comments was that, I mean, though it was not a direct endorsement of a candidate, it was very much making a case for a strong leader, which is the language used by the campaign of Mr. Rajapaksa at that time. So I think it is not unfair that people uh, construed that comment as a sort of uh, endorsement for that candidate. And later, we also know that uh, Murali's brother had contested from the Rajapaksa's party from the Central Hill Country here. And of course, he lost. But He's also accused of dividing the hill country Tamil votes at that time. So, Murli was also associated with his brother's campaign. And Murli also significantly shared the stage with uh, Bimal Virabhamsa, a hardline Sinhala uh, uh, Buddhist politician from here, a long-time ally of Mahindra Rajapaksa, and also a cabinet minister in the current government. So, these are the three sort of broad incidents that people are, invoking in order to uh, make the case that Murali is a supporter of um, quote-unquote genocide against Tamils so that is of course uh, being questioned by some others including those from within the Tamil community
0: right so, uh, one term that you mentioned there is hill country Tamils. And, uh, when we say Sri Lankan Tamils, I mean, from the, the perception from outside is that you're talking about one homogenous group. But um, there, are, there are differences even within uh, that community. And so, I, I thought I could just ask you to explain those differences and how uh, Murili kind of fits into that scheme.
1: Absolutely, Jen. So, uh, Morali belongs to what is broadly called the Malaya Tamil community malaya in tamil meaning the hill country and uh, they are more uh, recent uh, migrants to sri lanka so much of this community was brought down during the colonial time and they were brought into labor in the tea estates so today the malaya tamil community is, is a vibrant uh, big community and uh, a little over 1 lakh of the community works in the T estate sector still but several others work in uh, you know other professional areas businesses and that's the community but because of their more recent uh, association with India you know they are uh, generally seen as different to the Tamils of the north and east who came in several thousand years ago and they speak a different tongue of Tamil for example the Tamil spoken in Jaffna is a more considered a more classical tongue, while the Tamil spoken in the hill country, the dialect is closer to what we hear in Tamil Nadu. So there are these differences culturally, language-wise, and also there's a caste dynamic. I mean, uh, a lot uh, of the history we read on these communities tells us how the northern and the eastern Tamil community often looked down upon the hill country Tamils because they were not of the same caste location. Many of them come from oppressed caste groups. But interestingly, uh, there's been also a very complex relationship between these two communities. To start with, uh, uh, during the early riots, anti-Tamil riots in Sri Lanka in the 50s, 70s, 80s leading up to the 83 the you know infamous pogrom a lot of the hill country tamils migrated or moved to the northern and eastern parts so what we also understand as the northern tamil today in fact has several uh, people from the hill country community except that these dynamics are not visible and uh, tangible but still exist within those communities in where they stay, the opportunities they access. And a lot of uh, hill country Tamil were also uh, roped in as Kader in the LTTs movement and other militant groups as well. So it's a complex relationship, but there is, uh, you know, a power dynamic where the northern Tamil especially uh, considers uh, himself or herself uh, the most superior uh, uh, Tamil group in the country. So Murli Dharan is, as I told you, from the Malaya Tamil community, and uh, I have read that his own father's factory had been burned down during the anti-Tamil riots in the 70s. So he has experienced uh, the Sinhala Buddhist Sri Lankan state's uh, attack on the minority at a different point in time. But uh, the community itself has tried to work with the government of the day over the years and... uh, you know, also the location of these Tamils in the southern part and the central parts of the island has given them a chance to learn the language. Most of them are able to speak Sinhala as well. So they've integrated very differently into this idea of a Sri Lankan compared to the northern Tamils who are culturally and linguistically different.
0: Has this been a longer narrative, this kind of complicated relationship, even during uh, his years as a cricketer?
1: Well, I'm not aware that this had been frequently brought up or as uh, vehemently opposed, or you know, in those years, because uh, the end of the war actually brought relief to all communities, including the Tamils, though they were definitely not uh, uh, happy with the way it ended, right? So I'm not uh, honestly aware of uh, this sort of opposition to Murali, the cricketer, because I did uh, see reports uh, from uh, 2000s where uh, a lot of people had flocked to see Murali when he had visited Jaffna. So, I think northern Tamils, like anywhere else in the region in the subcontinent, are very fond of cricket. And I think Murali himself had a following there. Uh, but after the war and his uh, comments and his public uh, position on certain things, I think there has been uh, a more sort of critical uh, view of Murali himself.
0: Right, so I guess the the larger question I was working up to is, you know, how is uh, how is Mutaya Murli Dharan perceived in uh, Sri Lanka? You know, again, there is this perception, you know, from from the outside at least, this is the most successful test bowler ever, uh, and he's a beloved figure in world cricket. Um, and you know, uh, we do there have been there has been reporting about the, the statements that he's made about uh, the Rajapaksa's, etc. But there have also been reports about how he's done a lot of humanitarian work that has benefited. Uh, the Tamil community and many others uh, in Sri Lanka so is this recognized and you know just generally what is the perception of him in Sri Lanka
1: so within Sri Lanka I think cricket fans love Murri Daran is what I have picked up from different conversations and uh, uh, his Tamil identity is often underplayed I'm told because uh, first and foremost he himself says, I'm a Sri Lankan first and a Tamil later. So that mm-hmm. was his chosen identity and uh, sort of framing of himself. And uh, I think in Sri Lanka, which is also a country as cricket crazy or even more than India in some ways, uh, the fact that here was this uh, sort of, uh, uh, you know, uh, star player from the subcontinent who's being framed and put to test by this very white cricket world and how he comes out of that controversy and was so bold, you know, that he even signed up for that sort of testing. So there's a heroism around Murali, but at the same time for some within the Tamil community, he also represents more recently this figure that, uh, you know, some fans are definitely torn. I mean, are they supposed to, uh, you know, take into account his questionable politics when they uh, judge him as a star sportsman? Or should they be more sympathetic to the personality for, you know, the complexity of his history one and also the uh, real cricketing wizard that he is?
0: Was there a time also when murli uh, was thinking about getting into politics himself?
1: Well, there were rumors that he could be given important positions or appointments. But so far, he has never said anything in a way... Uh, to indicate that he would directly get into politics. But as you rightly mentioned, he has been involved in a lot of um, projects in terms of uh, uh, targeting development, housing, uh, you know, tsunami-affected communities, helping them. So a lot of Tamils and also other communities, Sinhalese Sinhalese and Muslim communities, um, were covered in his projects, which I'm told are um, well-executed and uh, uh, quite widespread in geography as well. I'm told one of his uh, main projects, uh, he has a foundation for this charitable work and uh, he carried out was uh, house, providing housing for housing for tsunami affected villages. And then he's, I believe, uh, supporting um, education for uh, underprivileged uh, families and, uh, you know, several initiatives like this covered through that foundation.
0: Right. So, so Mira, perhaps to end, can, uh, what is your perspective on how this is going to play out? I mean, I think um, you have, because you have, you've seen this being covered both in Sri Lanka and you've, of course, read the news that we cover from here. Um, is, uh, is this going to continue to be a controversy? Is this film ever going to get made?
1: So, Jayant, uh, so far we haven't heard that the film has been shelved. The character of Murali, while controversial politically, it's also one that could be fascinating for an actor to unpack and play. Um, After all, we're talking about one of the best bowlers in international cricket, who was widely attacked for his bowling action that was subsequently cleared by the ICC with scientific testing and so on. We're also talking of a star from Sri Lanka's uh, million-strong Malay Tamil community, or Tamils of more recent Indian origin, as some of them like to identify themselves. This Tamil community, as I told you, residing mostly in central and southern parts of the island, has historically been exploited, oppressed, marginalized, though Murli himself was raised in a secure and comfortable economic environment. So the community has fought very hard to win their Sri Lankan identity after the Sri Lankan state disenfranchised them and rendered them stateless in the past. So even today, about 1.5 lakh people from this community continue working in the tea estates for very low wages, about uh, 300 Indian rupees a day, and in rather difficult working conditions, and they fetch crucial foreign exchange to the country. So there's this broader historical context and the community's relationship to the northern Tamils also, which we earlier spoke about. And then we're also talking of a celebrity sportsman with a political stance that is unacceptable and deeply offensive to most Tamils living in another part of the country who are still grappling with the deaths, disappearances and destruction from a brutal civil war that went on for some 30 years. As we know, uh, the Sri Lankan state defeated the LTT in a gory final phase that ended in May 2009, which Murali also refers to in his uh, Uh, press conference. An estimated uh, 40,000 Tamil civilians were killed during that time after the state assured them safety in a no-fire zone. So memories of that mass violence and bloodshed are still fresh in the minds of survivors. So meanwhile, the popular argument for the film to be made is one around freedom of expression and artistic agency. Many who disagree with or condemn Murali's politics also take this line. There's more than one reason for that. Within Sri Lanka itself over the last few days, um, I've noticed that while some Tamils have joined the chorus of attacks on Akta Vijay Setupati, some other Tamils are asking if this is yet another expression of the brand of narrow, intolerant Tamil nationalist politics that the LTT and its sympathizers are associated with. Now, the LTT, we all know, was not known for its tolerance to alternative viewpoints, challenge, criticism or dissent from within the Tamil community. And historically and now, there has been a tendency to label anyone questioning or criticizing this brand of politics as someone who's a traitor or a supporter of the Sri Lankan state, even though some of them were known to be fierce critics of the state as well. So the larger concern that some Tamils in Sri Lanka are expressing, especially on social media, when I look through Facebook pages and Twitter posts, is that in boycotting a project, for its protagonist politics, even if problematic, aren't, this, aren't, excuse me, aren't these detractors exhibiting that strain of very rigid politics and intolerance? So co-writer of the film, the well-known Sri Lankan novelist, Shehan Karunathilake told us in an interview that the makers of this film were keen to bring in complexity and nuance to the script, looking at Murali's sporting career against the backdrop of the civil war. Until the film is out, we are not in a position to evaluate that. But what we do know is that in this controversy surrounding the film, those attacking Vijay Sethupati, some were you know, outright nasty, violent threats that we saw, they also didn't care much for complexity or for different shades of opinion. And personally for me, uh, having thoroughly enjoyed Vijay Sethupati's riveting portrayal of the multi-layered character of a trans woman, Shilpa, in the film Super Deluxe, or that of Veda in Vikram Veda. I'm disappointed that an actor of his caliber was forced to pull out of this project on a controversial character.
0: Right. Mira. thank you so much for joining us for this episode and giving us your perspective. Thank you for making time for
1: us. Thank you, Jayant, for having me in this episode. Thank you very much.